0: And welcome back to another episode of the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. I am seriously so happy you are here. I just want to say I am pre-recording this episode, you know, just to be more streamlined and prepped for my quarter one because I'm a firm believer of batching out content in strategic ways. And the reason why I am sharing this is that when this specific episode goes live, that means the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle is live, live from January 24th through January 28th of 2022. And if you are wanting to dig into some resources which can help you get more streamlined and organized with systems and processes and workflows for your creative business, well, then please join this free bundle by going to www.systemsandworkflowmagic.com. And of course, it'll be in the show notes as well. And if you are listening to this episode after the fact, then no worries. You can still join the waitlist for 2023 because the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle has been so much fun to put together. I loved getting to feature some of my most favorite creative business owners and just overall, all of the resources that they contributed. Uh, has helped out and is going to help out so many creative business owners find clarity, joy, and magic in systems and workflows. And I just look at at this bundle since it's in late January as getting a late Christmas present, kind of like a kickstart we all need to get us started with workflows and systems. So again, if you're tuning in late that's totally fine. Just join the wait list so you can be informed of when it opens up again in 2023. So I am so pumped about this week for so many reasons. For this episode, for the systems and workflow magic bundle being live, you all are in for a treat. So originally I was going to make this episode about my top Favorite automation and systems tools I use weekly in my own business. But after sitting on this topic idea, I decided to change it up and share the top three steps I've taken in the past year alone. So as in last year, 2021, that has helped me and my business grow by 57% in revenue. So I did the math, twice to make sure I was reading that number correctly, 57%. So 2021 was a year of growth for me. And I needed to take a step back and celebrate that win because sometimes like my, with my personality, I can be so focused on the future and all the goals I want to achieve that I forget to stop and look at how far I have come and look at how much God has blessed me in the small business because I, am a, I want to be a woman of faith and I want to give honor to God and and say thank you God for blessing me this far. So I will do a future episode on my favorite systems and automation tools I use within my business. I promise. But I wanted to keep this episode as real as possible and let you in on just some intentional steps I took to experience this, I believe for me, exponential growth. So disclaimer, I have a huge disclaimer. I do not want, I, I mean, I'm coming in is that I do want to share. I am not, okay, not a six figure business. It is a dream of mine to one day hit that, but if you are listening to this and are assuming, oh, just another business owner talking about their six or seven or eight figure business and how they built it out with x amount of steps, I I'm still a five figure business owner and you know what? On most days when I'm not comparing my little business to, you know, the big businesses, I am actually pretty content. I am always chasing my goals and dreams, but I'm extremely proud of myself for what I've accomplished and the strides that I've made are positively affecting my family and they are my why. And that's really what matters to me is my husband and my son and just like making sure that especially my son is taking care of. So this episode is dedicated to the solopreneur who is making strides and wants to hear from another human who still hasn't hit that six-figure milestone, but a business owner who is still growing and is still making strides. So this one's for you. Okay, so I know I said I had three steps, but I have four steps. And I thought of the fourth one before I hit record So I'm just going to keep the title at three and surprise everyone with the fourth when they listen, just to change it up a little bit. So here are my four steps I took last year to help grow my business exponentially. So the first step I did was outsource my editing. So I know that many listeners of this podcast, you may not be a photographer and you may skip this episode and assume it's only for photographers, but I promise you this point is also to help encourage you. Okay. So. So give it a listen. Even if you are not a photographer, I want you to listen to this example and think of one way you can outsource something in your creative business, which could create a positive ripple effect for your, for your business, for your family, for your life, okay? For me, that was finally handing over the reins to an editor. And that was the hardest thing I had ever ever done in my business because I am such a control freak. I wanted to be in control of everything. And if you are new to getting to know me, I am a creative business owner. I Even though I do teach other creative business owners about systems and workflows, I am also a family and branding photographer based in Nashville, Tennessee. So that is one of my hats I wear for my business. And I've been a photographer since 2006, 2007, but I didn't go full-time until 2018. It was quite the journey for me. And between 2007 to 2018, oh man, my editing style was literally all over the place. I know all photographers have to start somewhere, but just looking back, it's embarrassing to me how long it took me to realize how important it is to be consistent in the way I deliver my images and in the way my images look. In 2018, when I did go full-time, I started seeing the value of being consistent in editing, and I started taking that more seriously. So as my bookings grew, I was drowning in editing and I wore that badge of honor as like, oh, I'm booked out. So I must edit everything every night on the couch. And it was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. But I wore that badge of honor and it was also very miserable for my husband because we were newlyweds like we had gotten married in 2016 and he told me several times that year in 2018 that he didn't marry me so that I could just sit on the couch and edit. He actually wanted to hang out with me. He really likes me. He still likes me. He loves me. But I did, even though I did take those comments to heart, I didn't really take any proactive steps towards fixing that problem. Okay. So the problem was like time. I was like taking all the time to edit and there's nothing wrong with editing, but it was a huge time suck and it was affecting my relationship. It was making my loved ones really sad. And so I needed to look for a way to outsource my editing and to trust that process. And I did not take any steps towards fixing that like I call it like the freaking problem until I'm not going to curse. So I said freaking problem until 2020. So it took me like two extra years to take that step. It just, it just embarrasses me that it took me that long to hand over the reins of editing. And again, in 2020, it was still a in my eyeballs with editing or whatever the term is I was up to my eyeballs I think that's the term and even though 2020 was the worst year ever I was um, still booking out consistently Um, but I did decide to find an editor and actually outsource my editing and that's when I found Cultivated Edits huge shout out to Amanda and Landon I love you guys so much Now, keep in mind, I exclusively photograph families and branding, and this company, they now exclusively edit for wedding and portrait photographers. But I was able to be grandfathered into their, their contracts right before they made that giant change. So I will forever be grateful for them, and I'm just so thankful that I found them. I assumed that outsourcing would cost an arm and a leg, and I also assumed it would take forever for an editor to understand my style. Like, my mindset was so crazy because it took me years to start shooting consistently. I just assumed an editor wouldn't get it. But I was blown away that it wasn't that expensive because if I built in the price to my packages, it would make it worth it. And my editors work so hard to edit to match my style, which I so appreciate. And they're very communicative and their customer service is incredible. And let's just say, so I decided to do some data for you So in the past, it normally has taken me between three to four hours to edit every type of family session. So family sessions alone take me about three to four hours in the past. And for my branding sessions, because I'm delivering more images, those take me around six to eight hours, like on average. So for family photography, I did the math and I photographed around 85 families last year. So on average, it was going to take me three hours to edit one session. Okay. And if I multiply that by three, so three times 85, um, cultivated edits essentially saved me 255 hours for family sessions alone. You all that's insane. Now you're probably thinking, okay, Dolly, but how did that step actually help you increase your revenue? Well, it was the time saved where I was then using that time to work on other aspects of my business. The return on investment was time back, okay, to focus on other needle moving tasks for my business like, for example, creating additional mini-courses and digital products for my systems and workflow education, which was generating a small amount of revenue. It was slowly building over time. So I will end point one by asking you a question. Even if you are not a photographer, I want you to look at your business and ask yourself, what is something I can hand off through outsourcing? which can help me move the needle of my own business. And if you are scratching your head, um, I have a lot of resources to share about this, but the biggest resource I want to point you to is Jill Gum Photography of Jill Gum Education. And she has no idea I'm sharing this about her, but she teaches on all things outsourcing and she has a system for this. And I'm planning on inviting her over to the podcast later on this year to, of course, chat about workflows and systems. But I'm going to link her resource in the show notes of this episode because I want you to check out how to take the necessary steps to start outsourcing your creative business this year. And again, it's just one thing, just outsource one thing and see how it positively affects your business. Okay. Is it time to sprinkle a little magic into the systems and workflows in your business? The Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle is here. Over 20 different creative business owners and experts have joined forces to create a collection of exclusive and free resources designed to help creative business owners actually start and implement workflows and systems in their business so that they can go from scattered to streamlined this year and beyond. The System and Workflow Magic Bundle is available now through January 28th of 2022. So make sure you head on over to systemsandworkflowmagic.com to grab this free bundle and create some workflow magic in your business. So the second biggest step I took in 2021 was this, being in a mastermind. So again, this was an investment of not only my time, But I had to invest money as well, which was terrifying for me because outside of purchasing a new camera or a computer for my business in the past, I had never spent so much money on my business and I was terrified. Yet I was fortunate enough to have found Kat Schmoyer years ago and I've been following her and I saw that she had opened up a mastermind and so early in 2021 I invested and joined her mastermind and let me tell you cat is like my spirit animal <laughs> I want to be, I want to be like her. She is a wife, a mom, a believer. She's so joy-filled and she is the creator of the Creative at Heart Conference and she is so streamlined and organized and she is an integrator for creatives. So overall, I have just always adored her. And just being in her mastermind, just solidified just like why I just love her so much. And Kat, if you're listening to this, I love you. You're awesome. I learned so much from her, and with her guidance and help, I learned how to dig into my own strengths. I know I've mentioned this before in previous episodes, but Kat is one of the key people who encouraged me to dig into my strengths of systems and workflows to help other creatives in this field, because otherwise, I was just going to keep it to myself. Although I do love educating others and providing a lot of value and content on systems and workflows. I I didn't really know what it was going to look like, but with her guidance, she helped me take those steps. And I will always be grateful to Kat for that. She's been instrumental in my business and she has helped me see the value in not only planning out my year, but planning out my quarter. So 90 day increments. And she also is encouraged to give myself some realistic goals and milestones. She also has been so encouraging to me to assess my past year and to dig into the data of the previous year to see what has worked and what hasn't worked um, in order to make better informed future decisions. So before actually planning out my future, I need to actually dive into the data and make better decisions. I am planning on having Kat on this podcast for a future episode, um, not only to talk about the systems and planning, but just, I want to pick her brain and know how she has created such a successful mastermind and the systems she had to put in place in order to create a positive ripple for her clients, for her students. And so I'm just tying it back to point two. I want to encourage you, the listener, if you are on the fence about being in a mastermind, I would say from personal experience, invest in someone you not only admire, but invest someone who is organized and who will be intentional about their meeting times with you and your business. If you are going to make a huge investment in a mastermind, you should ask questions like, how will this give me a good ROI in the future? What types of meetings will we have? How will this be structured? Um, even if you are not a structured person again, there's nothing wrong with that. but the person you are investing in should be very clear about what they are offering. There should be strategies, goals, purposes for every single meeting, and hopefully they are mostly in alignment with um what you're aligned with, and you i know this sounds so weird, but you vibe very well with them and you know that they would help you along with your business goals. Also, I want to remind you that just because you invest in a mastermind, it's still a two-way street, which means you still have to show up and do the work and the mastermind leader is not your genie. They're not going to wave a magic wand and make everything happen for you. You actually have to show up and do the work. So it's a two-way street. And that's something that I loved about being a mastermind with other like-minded female business owners. It all happened to be female business owners. Um, but we pushed each other on. We spurred each other on. And it was such an encouraging six months for me. And so I will be forever grateful for that. The third biggest step I took to grow my business in 2021 was this. I finally invested in a profit first coach. And so that I put the systems in place for my numbers so that the numbers of my business could be healthy and I could actually wait for it profit. (laughs) So before June of 2021, even though I was booked out and I was making a lot of money because I have been steadily growing since 2018. Okay. I was still not showing much for all of my hard work. Okay. That's so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing to have my husband constantly ask me, um, Dolly, where are your profits for this month? You know, I will always love and support you but it seems like there's no profit, even though you are always so busy. So before I have like some mean DMS about my husband, he is not a hater. He is a huge supporter. And I want to be super clear. My husband is super supportive of my creative business. And thankfully he is very practical and we have a family to support and raise together. So I did need a firm kick in the pants to remind myself that I needed to actually profit and not make the excuse of, well, I'm a creative and I will pay myself for the first X amount of years because that's how it is. And I know that's a lie. That's a lot of creative business owners tell themselves, but the thing is. Even if you are starting from day one, you should be paying yourself. That's something I learned from my profit first coach. And I put this in my notes And I really just like want to be cheesy and say this as Homer Simpson would say, no, because oi to the vey, I wasn't paying myself and you need to pay yourself from day one. So like I said before, I hired a profit first coach. Her name is Kelly Mathis of Kelly Grace Photo. She is both a photographer and a profit-first coach for creatives. And she literally turned my numbers around for my business. So at our profit-first meeting, which was in June of 2021, and ever since June of 2021, I have been profiting consistently in my business. And no, it's not because I increased my prices. I seriously kept most of my numbers and packages of my business the same. I just had to look at the numbers of my business in a different way. And because I am paying attention to the numbers of my business, guess what? I'm profiting. Who would have thought? I know. So let's just say I have paid myself 500% more than last year. And that number is not just some magical number I made up and pulled out of my ear like a magician. I did the math. 500% that's bananas. So because I know the numbers behind my business now, I am making more strategic decisions about how I can grow my business and save for my business. And I'm contributing more to my family, which again is the heart and the why behind my business. And I just want to say, wow, like, thank you so much to Kelly for opening up my eyes to a better system for my numbers. And if you're wondering who this profit first genius is and how you can make an appointment with her, well, Kelly's information is in the show notes. And guess what? She's going to be a contributor to the systems and workflow magic bundle this year. And she is teaching about the systems and numbers behind your business. So be sure to look in the show notes and if you decide you want to check out the free resource bundle, then check out her resource as well. I believe it's like worth over $100 in her shop, so you're going to get some really good advice from her for the money and numbers behind your business. So kind of like wrapping up point three, the only thing I have to say this is know thy numbers, Okay know thy numbers. Now, again, I know I said I would share three steps um, I took to grow and scale my business, but I'm going to share a bonus step because again, I want to get a little wild and crazy and throw out an extra step to you. Okay. So the fourth thing I did last year to better impact my current year was this. I hired out a content copywriter to help me batch out my blog posts since I'm a firm believer in strategic content batching, like as you heard in previous episodes, episode four and episode seven. So for so many years, I actually blogged on my own as a photographer because my content was very visual. And when I decided to step more into the role of systems and workflow educator, I knew I needed to produce more article-rich content, and again, my pillar content was in blog format. So my game plan going into 2020 and 2021 was to start hashing out ideas for content that was very systems and workflow-related. And have a copywriter actually help me hash out these blog posts. So in walks the wonderful Christina Dowler. And she has been a very integral part of my content being published on a consistent and weekly basis. You see, even though I have a strong batching strategy, which I talk heavily about in my batching masterclass, I still needed extra support in optimizing my blogs for SEO purposes, which stands for search engine optimization. Because normally in the past, each blog post for me takes between three to four hours. But with the help of Christina, I've actually have been able to shave off 12 hours per month. So that's about four blog posts per month. And that has been a great return on investment for me because a lot of my current clients are now finding me on Google search due to SEO being optimized. So, I am forever grateful to have Christina. I call her a part of my team, even though she's a contracted contractor, but she's still part of my team in my heart. And I know she has some great resources on her website. So if you are interested in learning more about what Christina has to offer, check out her website. The link is in the show notes and seriously, she has a lot of fun, free items for you. So Huge shout out to Christina. Thank you so much. Okay, so there are, of course, a million little steps I had to take last year to dramatically grow my business, but these four main steps were the most crucial and needle-moving tasks I took or steps I took. So I, I just wanted to share this insight with you all on the podcast today and keep it totally real. And again, if you are listening to this podcast live, if it's it's the week of January 24th through 28th of 2022, and so I want to encourage you again to check out the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle, which is an exclusive resource created for creative business owners By a creative business owner to help you take the baby steps in setting up systems, workflows, and automations you may need for your business. So you don't have to do all the things at once because I know it can be overwhelming. So just pick out one thing to work out for every month. So there's enough resources in here to get you through the year. So pick on one goal for the month and concentrate on that resource. Again, I want you to go from scattered to streamlined this year. Go to systemsandworkflowmagic.com to get that free resource in your hand. And if you are listening to this after the fact, after it goes live, then you will just be redirected to a waitlist for 2023. All right. And as always, thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you can always find the magic in systems and workflows for your life and business. And I will chat with you next week. workflow magic.